Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Hello and welcome to Zenkai Boost. It's the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich. And I'm Max Kostrak. And here we are, episode 20. We've done it. 20 of them. 20 episodes. 20 episodes and we're already like being introduced to Frieza, which is unthinkable to young Max. Oh yeah. Ridiculous! It's lots, insane. Lots of lots of cool numbers related uh, information uh, for for us at the at the at the beginning today. Yes, uh, we, we get somewhat of a some entries for the Dragon Ball Encyclopedia here. Oh well, I was talking about the uh, the things we've di- we've d- discovered about our our listenership. Oh, whoops! Yeah, you can put that. We've in the been Dragon running Ball the metrics, huh? I mean, yeah, you can put that in our our wiki page. Oh yeah, so um, you kind and lovely listeners have listened to. Uh, can I go ahead and say 420 hours of our podcast? Oh, how many? The good old 420 uh, hours. Oh, you mean like the the number for drugs, yes, Max it's, Newland? It's that weed. No. This, is a sh- this is a show about anime. It's about muscle guys shooting lasers. There's no rooms for for drugs here in this nonsense. Ex- d- totally, I'm I'm appalled. Yeah. I've been straight edge for my whole entire life. I've never touched a drug. I've never shot up any alcohol. I knew a guy. I knew a guy who smoked a weed once. Goku wouldn't do uh, drugs. He, Goku wouldn't do drugs. No, he wouldn't do drugs. He would totally smoke a sensu bean. Would Goku know how to find drugs? Goku would not know how to buy <laughs> drugs at all. Krillin does, but Goku doesn't. <laughs> Gohan knows where to buy drugs. Goten sells drugs. He's not <laughs> cool enough. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no. Can we all admit, like, the biggest drug dealer would probably be Piccolo? <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't... He doesn't how, do you, how do you figure? Well, here's the thing. Piccolo doesn't consume physical matter, so he, there's no risk that he would be getting high on his own supply. Piccolo is the perfect mule. Point. You see I mean, point. he's always out Fair in his, his little tundra area, you know. He's green, some. y'all. Getting some of that cotton. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. They're plant-based, correct? No, they're slugs, actually. Oh, never mind. I had an idea and it was dumb. They might be like plant slugmen, but we no- we'll never know because Akira Toriyama... Well, I mean, they're they're definitely not photosynthetic, well, so... Well, speaking of dumb, how about that intro? <laughs> Uh, it's getting uh, it's getting a little easier now that I'm not uh, skipping episodes anymore. Um, I find drinking helps. Drinking helps. Uh, there's something I wanted to point out. There's the narrator before the song begins. The narrator always ends his narration with this very dramatic "now." You know what I mean? He'll 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 pose like an interesting question, like "What will happen when these two powers collide?" Find out now. 
That's a good point. <laughs> uh, Kevin and I talked about this before, but um, do you think the way they do the voice acting, like recording in studio for these episodes, I'm asking is, did this narrator do like 50 of these in a row? <laughs> I'm sure he did. That must have been it. Maintaining the level of enthusiasm the title cards and previews have, that's got to take some, I mean, serious doing. So it was like a quick 10 grand one day and just pounded them all out? He is a, he is a true professional. <laughs> I hope this that 50 guy. more episodes in we get to a point where he's just like, uh, um... Oh, uh, yeah, look at these scenes. Uh, um, the rebellion so against cool. Frieza, of uh, uh, Vegeta's... Vegeta's burning oh, ambition. Will they defeat Cell? <laughs> you get to the end of it, and the guy's like, "Do you know? How, you ever notice how it's always two sentences? Each one with an exclamation point at the end. I've never seen one or without an exclamation, exclamation point. They're trying to get that. Uh, they're trying to give you energy. They're trying to give you energy so you can get through it. Um, and and we do get through it. Thank God we got through it. Uh, this one opens with Frieza, which I thought was interesting. Like, we just start on him. Well, what, what is the title of this, of this episode? Oh, Rebellion Against Frieza, Vegeta's Burning Ambition. Cool. Cool. So Frieza's voice is already much better than both the Ocean Dub and the original. I fucking love it. Dub. It's so good. And you, you guys said it was voiced by a woman, correct? No, this is the first time it hasn't been interesting. Oh. This, is, this is Chris Ayers, who is a... Uh, he and his brother Greg have been working with Funimation for a long time. I am actually uh, one degree of separation away from Chris Ayers. Oh. My friend Nick uh, was part of the management and administration for a anime con in southern Kentucky called OhioCon. And he was responsible for driving celebs from the airport to the con. And he was often Chris Ayers' chauffeur. That sounds wonderful. There you go. Apparently he's a funny guy. He, uh, he, was, he got in on the... Uh, uh, the Resurrection F uh, promo materials where they're doing the uh, they're dubbing movies like popular movies. I love that. It's so good. He does a really hilarious Hannibal Lecter in Frieza's voice. Uh, Frieza does not care about any of the stuff that Zarbon and Dodoria have nope. to say to him. Oh, hey, Zarbon doesn't have a dumb accent. Yeah, Ugh. Zarbon talks like a normal man and not like a weird. What kind of what kind of accent did he have? He had this crocodile Dundee ass cr fucking <laughs> what? Accent. I, I completely forgot till you he, said that. Him and Jace both. Oh, Jace! Wait, wait. Does Jace not have an Australian? Him and Jace both had these really thick Australian accents that were also very right, bad. Please ruin this for me. Do do I get an Australian accent when Jace comes? I I, I don't. No, unfortunately, now he's cocked. Oh, he, he pulled. Wow. That's, That's like, quite a switch. He pulled a Geico Geku and shifted from Australian to Cockney inexplicably. I don't know how I feel about this. It, you can feel bad. I feel pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Zarbon uh, keeps bugging Frieza about, oh, Kui's over here, Vegeta's over here, there's babies over here with little tiny power levels, and Frieza's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, Kui can take care of Vegeta. I don't give a shit. Um, Frieza's very focused. He's all about these Dragon Balls. That's the only thing he cares about right now. Seems like everything else is beneath him. Yeah, I mean, fucking, it's not even... He doesn't even wear a scouter. That's how little he cares about other people who are strong. He doesn't even... He has other people who can tell him how strong people are. Well, at this point... At this point in the story, I mean, I, I don't quite remember, but his power level is supposed to be, like, like, Mundo way more advanced than everyone else's, right? Oh, 
it's like so far beyond that it's not even worth talking yeah. about. Like it's he's so strong that there's nothing anyone could could conceivably do to even begin to gain ground on him at this yeah, point. At, at one at one point during the episode, he refers to one or more of the of the the others on the planet as insignificant, and that's he's not wrong. Right. No, <laughs> he really means it. Like, they are as insignificant to him as that dude with the shotgun was in episode one to Raditz, basically. Were we watching any other show on the planet, I would be like, wow, seems like the Z Fighters are fucked. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so how do you guys feel about having our villain being introduced pretty much at the very beginning of this? this I actually, I'm glad you asked that, Blaine, because I think it's really cool. Um, it gives us a bigger like a very big picture kind of view of things you know we can see the whole chessboard we can see how Frieza's playing his game and how Vegeta's playing his game and we get like a gauge like like I said like as you're pointing out he mm -hmm. doesn't care at all he's just like eh whatever when, when they mention like the two powerful forces that he's attacking and then they say that alongside with Vegeta um and he there's no hint of him being like they're all pets he uses all these words that just completely belittle them and something that I think is pretty neat is that uh, it seems like he's more annoyed that his his left and right hand man continue to, to bug him about this than he is at what's going on. See, I thought it was so nice. At one point, he even asks, like, the, the only nice thing I ever heard from Vegeta where he asks, uh, not to Doria, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Zarbon? Um, someone fill me in his name. Zarbon? He's, he's like, oh, what's wrong? And Zarbon's like, oh, I'm just worried, my lord. And then he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Shut up. Uh, anyway, uh, the real action is happening between Kui and Vegeta. Oh. And Kui thinks he's got it in the bag. Now, Vegeta's pretty psyched. Initially, it really seems um, when we, we first see Kui in this episode, uh, still, still, still with a terrible garbage voice, um, <laughs> uh, he starts with a belabored metaphor before he takes off towards Vegeta about... Well, he really goes on, doesn't he? Um, about some uh, something about a big, uh, like a, a sore thumb that he he's glad to go. Uh, I, I got it uh, word uh, for word uh, here. Uh, it's um a it's a sore thumb that Frieza will be pleased to see cut off. God, <laughs> uh, guys, man, really had to twist those words to get them to fit those flaps, huh? I know that was difficult for me to say out loud. I struggled to read that. At first, at first, it seems like Kui is just doing the standard, like the general anime soliloquy that every character in every anime does at one point or another. And then but it gets no, weird. But no, Vegeta and Kui are shit talking each other. It's over so the fucking funny <laughs> that they're that they're talking over the fucking scouter to each other. Like, because it really seems like it's a soliloquy. Does does that mean? Does that mean Frieza, Zarbon, Dodoria, and everybody else with the scouter is just listening to this play out? Fucking Vegeta hit reply all on this company-wide email. Vegeta's bad at email. That's <laughs> at this point, can't we just establish everyone listens to everyone else's scouter level? Everyone's on the same Skype call. Yeah, the, the, if oh, you got a scouter cool. on, you're hearing everything. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Bulma is... Bulma's stressed out, and she still has not left. And she's, like, about to leave. She's like, okay, well, see you guys later. <laughs> but then, wait, she stops one more time. Because, well, these two fuckos uh, appear. These two, what what the fuck are these guys? They're just goons. These they're two, Frieza goons. Yeah, they're these just two aliens appear, 
and um, they're just like, okay, time to blow this up. One of them appears in a Dragon Ball Z fighting game, and he is credited only as Frieza Soldier. <laughs> That's generic. One of them has like in like like a hair metal. Uh, yeah, dude. Thing going on, and then another one has uh, is like a fish and a skull like together, like. All right, so I'm putting guy. together this counter of my own, and I'm calling this Krillin being smart. Okay, the Krillin smart counter. Before they even show up, they sent Gohan senses them and reminds them. And oh, by the way, let's just point out that space common is a thing. Everyone speaks common in this world. Yeah, everyone speaks like, English, like, whatever. But Krillin, Krillin is Krillin just being like he has no one there to pretty much shut him down, with the exception of Bulma, which he kind of doesn't listen to anyway he immediately tells her that he tells yeah. Gohan, just drop your energy level keep it low keep it hidden like krillin is playing the smart game here also they kind of just jump into the fact that these guys kind of know how to do this really well now this this episode they specifically are like let's lower our energy level yeah this several is a major times plot point. and it, in this in this first point krillin says to charge his energy but keep it hidden like they've already got this move down too now yeah, they've they've really kind of perfected this this key control. I guess all all that mind bullshit training we saw in the la in you know the episode before oh last was God. real. Oh shit! It actually does stuff. Well, Max, if you don't mind me picking, piggybacking off of that, uh, we also get to see like like this training and stuff has paid off because we get to see a much more aggressive Gohan, a much mm -hmm. more I am capable of handling stuff on my own. Oh, yeah. They've got their shit together now. Oh, but before they, they really demonstrate that, uh, the ship does get destroyed. It gets a laser shot right through it. By which... a space gun? Yeah, I know. They have a gun. <laughs> so this is, gun? this is why it was a bad idea for Bulma to not just fucking leave. Oh, I thought Samus. Like a shitty Samus gun? It looks like a toy from the 1990s that somebody would have gotten sued over. Oh, oh, no, no, no. One of my favorite lines is the thugs being like, we have... Uh, we thugs have feelings, too, after they get completely owned by Bulma, I think, yelling at them, right? Is it Bulma or Gohan? I don't know. I didn't write that part down. That was that was after Krillin uh, told Gohan that these thugs aren't that strong. It's like, oh, false alarm. Uh, oh, yes. Okay, so, yeah, Krillin, Krillin sees what they can do, and he's like, oh, they, these guys actually suck. Um, and then they go full hog, and they kick they pinball these dudes around they knock them into each other in the air it's pretty rad <laughs> drop them into a lake and i also love because blaine i know you're a big fan of this they do flips on the way down yes <laughs> they get a, just a brief moment to realize how fucked they are before gohan and krillin pull out that really cool like teamwork move there it was good yeah, yeah they, pl they pump their power levels way up for a second um, but that's actually not like they, they, they celebrate for a little bit and then Bulma reminds them that they're now completely fucked they're because the spaceship doesn't work planet. anymore. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're marooned very on an alien planet without food. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, they don't have. Yeah, I think they drank all the beer. <laughs> yeah, they drank all the beer. <laughs> And the other bad news is that Zarbon notices that this th thing just happened. 
Um, yeah, he says there, there are two energy spikes, like fifteen hundred each. And to continue, oh, our building, which of I think we, I can, I think we can assume that is likely still not accurate. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, I not think they were still power. hiding their energy. But Frieza still—that's just all they needed for those two idiots. Frieza still doesn't care. No, yeah, Frieza doesn't give a shit. Oh my gosh, Frieza doesn't even blink at this. Like fifteen hundred—that's a buzz. This is like fifteen hundred. Come on, uh, Bulma's upset. She's. I again. love this moment. She's trying to reassemble two pieces of broken glass. <laughs> She's losing it. She She's already breaking. come totally unhinged. She's she's completely in despair, and Krillin and Gohan have to play the 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 voice of reason, trying to get her out of the goddamn open. Can I say though that Krillin is like inhumanly cool-headed in this horrifying situation? He's also inhumanly cool-looking. He has his his baseball cap on backwards now, <laughs> and I can't get over this look. I didn't notice that, and I feel so bad for not. He is he is very very collected in this situation. He's really. But the, uh, hopefully the, they he has a point in that you know they can't just hang out here. And and wait for things to get better. They have to go find shelter, so that makes sense. And they they head off. He's MVP, right? Like currently, like in the MVP scales for our, our MVP bit, he's totally right now. He has lead. taken leadership position in this episode. Uh, but I think uh, episode MVP is about to change hands because we cut back to uh the main man Vegeta. Vegeta <laughs> and Kui. Um, Kui has found him. And is is showing off, and he does the, he buzzes by him, and then he does this like wild ass explosion punch. <laughs> Did y'all see this? <laughs> it's such a it's such a wildly ineffective move. Yeah, but... he he flies in, and there's a giant explosion, and the smoke clears, and he's got like he's in a position like he just threw a big punch, but Vegeta's like on the other side of the planet, basically. <laughs> uh, Kui seems to think that he is like Vegeta's destined rival. That he oh and Vegeta God. are like. Are like he's the Goku. He thinks he's the Goku to Vegeta. Well, and they kind of set it up like he's going to oh, be. I thought he was the Sasuke to our Naruto. Vegeta also finds this amusing, though. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it, Vegeta sort of brags about how he learned some stuff while he was on Earth. Thank you. I was afraid we were going to gloss over that. No, no, no. He learned how to conceal his power level. Uh, Kui is a bit disturbed when Vegeta starts showing off what his power level actually is. Uh, and then we get another of my favorite thing happening. Um, Vegeta's power level gets so high that the uh, the scouter explodes. Yeah, <laughs> and it happens to Zarbon too. <laughs> it, but I want to note it happens at twenty two thousand. When the last time I think it happened at like fourteen thousand. So I don't know. Are these different levels of scanners? What's happening here? These I think these come out like iPhones. based on what. Like, well, after, right after we see Zarbon's scouter explode, Dodoria oh, right. takes a moment. Dodoria takes a moment to brag about his newer model scouter. I've got the <laughs> iOS 10. He's like, "Oh, I got the you. Oh, you didn't get the S. Mm. Oh. Check out the camera on this. The one. S goes all the way up to twenty-four thousand power level." <laughs> and, and that is what Vegeta reads at and uh, we, we sort of have some cross talk about how Vegeta used to be 18,000 and Frieza's like well yeah he's been fucking out fighting so calm calm your shit down yeah Frieza's not surprised or worried at he's all like if do you guys realize that they're they're having this conversation they're just kind of standing around yeah. with, next to a corpse burn in a burnout <laughs> 
in a Sorry. burnout village surrounded by yeah. corpses. Yeah, is this just 15 minutes of them standing around? <laughs> yeah, they're not doing, they're not doing anything. They're not, they're not going anywhere. All of them, all of them just standing stock still, facing straight forward, having this conversation. <laughs> so, I, I want to ask you guys' opinion. Do you guys feel like this is Vegeta, or not Vegeta, Frieza being, like, wise and he's got some sense of strategy? Or do you think this is still him continuing not to give a fuck? I mean, this is air. It's pure air. Yeah, I have to say it's arrogance. He, just, he thinks he's just the, so much that, stronger. That that anyone that anyone uh, in this galaxy could challenge him is not is not even something that's conceivable to him right now. Like he doesn't. He's not even talking about him getting in there and fighting. He thinks that he can just throw Zarvan and Dodoria at this problem. I didn't even think about that. You're totally right. Yeah, he and he's just like you two go in together, which I don't think we ever see a whole lot of. Let's tag team or let's two v ones. So, just well, point Vegeta, that out. Vegeta, not to and not to get ahead of ourselves, but Vegeta very much goes uh, in kind of a guerrilla warfare. Um, yes, dude. Vegeta's uh, fucking awesome in this arc. He's so. Turns great. out Vegeta's good at his job when you know Goku isn't involved. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Vegeta, we cut back to him and Kui's groveling. Uh, it's very embarrassing. Oh yeah, he's like, let's take out uh... Frieza together. <laughs> it's 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 more pathetic than when Yajirobe begged Vegeta. Kui fucking pulls a look behind you. Yeah, <laughs> and it him. works. It's even worse. And he nukes him after this. Like, he throws a ton of energy blasts at and him. I gotta say, I can't... I've really been thinking about this all day, and I can't decide whether the, the trope that is about to happen is my favorite or my least favorite. And it is yeah. when <laughs> he you launch a big ol' attack, and it's all overblown. There's a giant explosion. It's like, oh my gosh, he blew up the mountain! And then we cut away, and it turns out he's totally fine. And he's like right there. Standing, he's behind standing you. behind you. We're gonna see this a million more times. This is like Dragon Ball Z's f most favorite trope to pull. Um, Kui tries to run. He sees Vegeta. Um, Vegeta's too fast though. He pops him real good. Who, who, who says? Who actually tells us tells him that the the ruse only succeeded in pissing him off? Which yeah. you know, good line, Dragon Ball Z. I'm I'm glad I'm glad that we're not I'm glad that we're not saying darn anymore. <laughs> this is a big boy <laughs> anime. I heard an episode of Dragon Ball Z where Goku said darn it to heck at one point and it really <laughs> made, it so, made my eyeballs I'm, fall out of my skull. I'm, I'm dying. That drained my vitality. <laughs> so guys, did anyone else feel like like I mean we've we've established that this is the point where Vegeta's going to start his growth spurt? But did anyone else look at him and be like, you are a really small troll doll right now? Yeah, he's still very tiny. He's, he's very, still a very tiny small boy. man and still at this point. Kui is not a especially large person either, and he's still quite a bit larger than Vegeta. But it's so obvious that this dude is barely four feet on a good day. He's a little tiny manlet. He is so tiny. He's short representation, you know? We're out here. But We're real people, that, god damn it. He's got that 24k, though. When he makes I mean, up He does fight. have that 24k, and he pops Cooey right in the stomach, and oh. it's... And literally, oh. literally. 
like stuff comes out that's not he, good looking. It looks like a, he punched a teddy bear or a big <laughs> yellow sheet cake. Or See, like thought... a like a pinata filled with mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. And he Scooey goes flying, right? And into the sky. Into the sky. You think that's kinda it. Um but then Vegeta sticks to him. Points at him with two fingers. fingers. And then he fucking explodes. Yeah, does not shoot a beam. He just makes him explode. Into a bloody mist. It kind of looks like fireworks. Yeah, it's a nice little landscape. And in fact, if... In fact, if you play the um, the Dragon Ball Z fighting games, uh, this finishing move is referred to as Dirty Fireworks. <laughs> no! That sounds wrong. And Vegeta ends it with... Vegeta ends it with a really great one-liner. He says, Kui, I'm afraid you're fine. And then he puts on the sunglasses. Now, okay. Guys, is that really a great one-liner? Because at what point... I think it's just literal. Like, like, I mean... Yeah, it's just literal. He's just fired. He just is out of a job now. He's also <laughs> dead. But... Dead and out of a job. Dead and unemployed. Dead and unemployed. My two, my two so favorite one, two things punch. to be. First, I kill you, then I take your job. <laughs> <laughs> Make Frieza's empire great again. Oh my no. god! Um, no. Sorry, you dated uh, us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for that. Kui's done. Uh, uh, fucking. We never have to hear his stupid, terrible voice again. Uh, I want to mention here that Vegeta says at this point he can't beat Frieza. There's no chance, like, he knows it. And this yeah, is well, good in terms yeah, of setting up our It's good villain. that you know that. Yeah, it shows his intelligence. And like I said, this is this is setting up our main villain to be like, okay. And I'm oh, sorry, you go. And hey, and, Max, uh, remember that plan that you had last episode for what to do with yeah, Dragon Balls? It turns out that Vegeta also had my super good plan. Yeah, and he's only just learning the rules of the dragon. He's ball, he's developing out. his ball strats. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good time to drink. <laughs> Not a good time to drink. Guys, do we need to call nine one one for Blaine? No. <laughs> Max Max just tried to assassinate. Did Blaine, Blaine just aspirate an entire whiskey sour? No, but I just rolled a critical <laughs> one on my drinking. Um, <laughs> we cut back to the B team. Uh, oh no no we cut we got to Frieza real quick Frieza's uh, mook gives him the news that there's some Namex okay, one sec uh, off in the distance real real quick um, I did want to say Vegeta did say one more thing um, he did say that his plan is to rule the universe oh yes that's true I did not think that that was his end game what did you I don't know what I thought it was I thought he just wanted to like kill people just be the big best killer man. Yeah, be the number one killer. You know, I'm actually Man. glad you said that because now that I'm thinking about it, I don't really know, like what I thought his end game was originally either. Right? I hadn't thought about it. Like I thought, like. Well, here you go. Now you know, he's going to be the king of the whole entire universe. Hmm. Sounds like a lot of work to me, but okay. If that's what you want. But um, anyway, Frieza back- gets word that the there's the next Dragon Ball is in the next village, so he's off. Uh, Everybody takes off struck. together. Yeah, they, him and his all his, his dudes, and his chair flies, which I love. 
Um, wish I had a flying chair like that. Very Professor X. Do you think it's his chair can uh, fly, or it's just his sheer power level makes it fly? I think maybe he's just that cool. I don't know. I've never thought about it. Yeah, in the JBZ universe, can you fly while sitting down? Because it seems like it's their <laughs> energy and their key allowing them to fly. So could they fly in any position? Could you just lay down like in a sleeping bag and fly through the sky? <laughs> I hit Mach 2 while taking a nap earlier today. Take a little old nap in Um. Now, yes. I have, I have to assume it's the chair because we don't ever see anybody flying in any other... <laughs> position but like think about that. like i wish maybe so. freeze is just a revolutionary but from a power just a lazy bastard <laughs> from a power standpoint it's just such a little effort to make something else fly that he can just sit on he's so overflowing with power freeze is strong uh he does a punching and the kicking uh really good <laughs> uh <laughs> yep uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Bulma and the boys are struggling to find shelter. And um, Bulma is whining a lot. She is Bulma's, not happy. Bulma's having a bad time. She's, I mean, she's understandably yeah, upset, but come Come on, on dude. At, at a certain point, you're making it harder on yourself. You should have expected exactly this to happen. Yeah, you've kind of volunteered for this also. Um, they get in that cave, uh, and Bulma's upset that she has to live in a cave, of course. Um, but they have to duck in really fast because Krillin and Gohan notice some stuff coming at them. They sense a large power I think coming their way. And then Frieza and his goons fly by, and Bulma's like, phew, he didn't see us. And, uh, and Gohan and Krillin, Krillin are spooked. And they have almost died. They're like... They are freaking They out. have like a gallon of flop sweat around, <laughs> on and around their bodies. Uh, because apparently Frieza is so incredibly powerful, like unbelievable is the word that they use to describe how he felt. Mm -hmm. A whole lot worse than Vegeta. I was just going to say, they start connecting a lot of dots really, mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. fast. Just good on them. Yeah, point. Krillin is working his brain. He's hitting that... Uh, He's like, oh yeah, of course they have the Dragon Balls. He's hitting that brain gym. Uh, he, he tells Bulma to pull out the radar, check to see if they got the balls. They got the balls, so ergo, that must be... The man in charge. That is another Krillin good idea point. Yep, we got two. Um, let's see. Krillin, uh, this is, uh, this is a big one. Uh, Krillin volunteers to go cut them off at the next Dragon Ball. Uh, oh. and Gohan volunteers too, and this pisses Bulma off really badly. Should this be a negative one to the good idea pool, do you think? Yeah, I think we might have to take one off. <laughs> After putting it's one on, it's certainly brave. It's certainly brave. It's certainly chivalrous. It is. It's extremely dangerous. Yes, like, foolhardy is... might be the word to use. But here. their options uh, so are Bulma, limited because they already. Bulma have takes her job seriously. She goes to call home. Um, her magic phone comes through <laughs> once again. Her magic phone delivers her her message at five thousand times the speed of light to Master Roshi, and he relays it to Goku. Um, giving uh, giving him and us a quick re recap of the situation. Yeah, this is so funny to me because they're they're talking about this stuff, and you see the hospital staff in the background just sort of standing there. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are these guys talking about? Pretty much every every part of the doctor and nurse in the background from the beginning of the scene to the end is hilarious. Yeah, that's a laugh out loud for me. 
because they keep popping in during times when Roshi is saying things like the Dragon Balls are only available. There's the four. <laughs> Freeze has already collected four of the Dragon Balls, and he's even stronger than Vegeta. So we can all agree. We can all agree that they think that. Master Roshi is obviously in some form of dementia or Alzheimer's at this point, right? And Goku. Oh, like yeah. They, they, Goku is not immune to it. And I, my, a really great moment happens in this scene, too, where Roshi breaks the news that this there's someone who is stronger than Vegeta there. And um, it absolutely, like, shows Goku and he reacts that he's, like, stronger than Vegeta. And that's all he gets from And this. you can tell he absolutely instantly gets a bone. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, yes! He summons his dragon. Oh, no. He's very excited about it is what I'm trying to so, say. I want to know, Goku, Goku looks, while still heavily bandaged, like casts all over it. He's, he's very vibrant. much healthier than oh. last time. He's out of the iron lung. And it turns out none of that mattered. At all. Because Yajirobe <laughs> bursts into the room with seven <laughs> beans. How the fuck are there only seven, guys? Yeah, how do you grow just seven beans? <laughs> so... My idea is there's a single plant and nobody on this planet has thought to plant a bean. Like, they need every bean. bean. It's a real sustainability problem. Like, like they, they're never... I don't get it. You're 100% right. Like, you think at some point, especially since there's an entire show prior to this, they would have planted more. I mean... I mean, my theory... My theory is that Corrin is the worst farmer in the world. <laughs> oh, I think he only plays Farmville. You remember that game? No, Corn plays Minecraft. It, wait, it, is Max new in there? Who me? Yeah, I did. I haven't go heard him chime in in a while. <laughs> did he die? I think he went to. Pee. He's here. I've been podcasting. Oh, for an you hour secret, and a half. you <laughs> secret piss lord. Yes! Got a bathroom. Yes! Break. Oh God! I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy uh, oh you did God. that because I did that 20 minutes ago while you guys were still talking. I knew it. Two pee breaks in one podcast. Yes, we're so professional. We did it, guys. We're there. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad some of us are are committed to this. Show. I'm I'm disappointed I'm that so none of us are committed happy. enough to the show to piss in our pants. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta so tell you, I need right to now. clean myself up. <laughs> oh, I whoa, should tell you guys okay, about Blaine and the things he would do involving pee. But I digress. No, that's another podcast that no one that's is starting. No, just the worst, like, just the worst sentence that is. So ever guys, been said. Let's, so let's, let's just say, what did Yajirobe say about um, like he was surprised that Goku was like still alive? Or something like that. Yeah, Yajirobe's talking, talking about? whatever. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I kind of filtered it out. It's like, oh, Yajirobe's saying something shitty. He's <laughs> such, such a friend. He is such um, a Debbie Downer. The doctor objects to Goku being fed a a <laughs> mysterious bean. It makes sense. Um, Not FDA but approved. But it's too late. Goku eats eats <laughs> the, the crunchiest bean. bean in the universe. He flips <laughs> out of bed. And he flexes his casts off. That's incredible. It's my favorite Breaks part. his bandages oh. with his muscles. And then he takes all his clothes off. We get to see Goku in boxers. The doctor and, freaking and, out. And from, this, and from this point, the doctor is having an existential crisis for the rest of the scene. And it's, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. 
so Goku goes into this really long speech and he starts it with the phrase, I thought about it really hard. Oh. Um, and, Which and is I, on its own is yeah. just hysterical. That's an incredible proposition, Goku thinking really hard. But he talks for like two or three minutes straight about... I'm just exposition here. Seemingly without taking a single fucking breath. And he talks about how uh, Bulma's dad, Dr. Briefs, came to visit him and... Goku realized that he must have come to Earth on a space pod, so he had Dr. Brief build a spaceship out of that space pod. And that was a week ago, so he should be done. This sounds absolutely not like Goku talking. This sounds like Toriyama is speaking through Goku directly to the viewer and saying, I I didn't think about how to solve this until right now, and I have to just... I don't want to do any more filler, and I just... I need to get this out. (laughs) I also didn't draw any of it. (laughs) Pretend I drew this. Pretend I drew all this, and it was very cool. All... All the while, all the while, the doctor continually comes in from one side or the other of the frame, like, just kind of, like, hunched over, like, trying to figure out what is going on. Just... As this man talks about spaceships and his alien origin and his friend who can build a spaceship in a week. I just had a weird thought that, uh... Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, How weird? Scale of one to ten. Not, not, not super weird, but I guess Saiyans their physiology has to be pretty much similar to humans. Like, Oh, they would have to be cause yeah. And, and yeah, he's in a hospital and they know what to do with him. And he got an x-ray and I guess cause he had his tail removed. No one was like, wow, you have a tail. Like, like, there's no like remnants of that. Humans can get tails too. <laughs> oh, oh no. it's just, he was probably being polite about it. <laughs> I bet when they did that x-ray, they were like, this is the thickest skull I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I don't think a bullet could pierce this. Um, After Goku spits out all this exposition, he jumps out the window. The staff are horrified. Rightly so. Because if you saw a man jump out the window of a hospital... A man, a man yelling about spaceships. <laughs> having, just, having just suddenly flexed his cast off after eating a single bean. Hey, hey, gentlemen. gentlemen. Oh, God, Blaine, what is it? I'm sorry. It just occurred to me that Nimbus means cloud. It, well, it's oh. a type of cloud. It's... But it's a cloud nonetheless. Okay, guys, I'm taking my headset off. I'm no, glad no. I could be here for this moment. I'm 27 years old, guys. It's okay, guys. Don't listeners, don't worry. I'm gonna have a huge meeting with Blaine when this is over. I'll teach him all the different types of cloud. It's all good. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> uh, you got Nimbus. You got Primbus. You got Jingus. You got you got one that looks like a dog. You got one that looks like a cat. You got one that looks like a horse. You got. Oh, I feel really dumb. I feel dumber than normal, and that's pretty dumb to begin with. Uh, it's basically it for that episode, right? Yeah, he flies away. I do want to note that they mentioned like Roshi is like, uh, he seems really yeah. excited about yeah. this. But that's very Goku, right? He likes to fight strong dudes. It is very Goku. He cares about his friends, but more than that, he cares about someone Good stronger. And, and in fact, we do Good cut fights. to Goku being super stoked about someone way stronger than Vegeta. I can't wait to almost get killed. 
the episode does close. The episode closes on Goku on the Nimbus heading towards Bulma's house. Uh, that 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 is just about halfway between or halfway through episode forty-six. Woo! Nice, dude. Nice, uh, nice, nice. And I, guys, I, I had just, I had it play, I just had it play through the ending today. I just had forgotten to skip it. Uh, and uh, the ending song has the line, "Live your life like a Kamehameha." Yeah, yeah. welcome to my hell. Welcome to my hell every time. Just, let's all go out. Hey, everybody, let's make a promise. I think we should all go out and live our lives Kamehameha this week. Okay, tell me how that went for you after you're done. I'll report back. Um, the next episode preview is pretty cool. Uh, apparently Goku can make it to Namek in six days, which is pretty rad. Goku gets a ship. Yep. Goku gets a ship. Six days. Um, we're going to see some Namekians uh, fighting for their homeland. Probably going to go great. Gohan is a uh, a little racist. Yeah, I I don't see any problems there. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, these guys look like Piccolo. Yeah, these guys look oh, like Gohan. Piccolo. Buddy. <laughs> they have names and families. And not all of them are named after instruments. <laughs> Only some of them. So um. So what was y'all's favorite episode or favorite moment in this episode? I feel for me, it's watching Kui get blown up mm. by him. Just two fingers, boom, you're gone. Pop. Honestly, for me, it was the doctor's existential crisis after Goku eats the sensu bean. I got a second that. <laughs> <laughs> He's freaking out. Um, I, for me, it was Kui uh, getting popped. Oh, man. <laughs> Going pop, pop, a la magnitude. Like a grape. Probably not beating when the beams touch. It was very no, cool. No, no. Doesn't beat uh, because it was sort of one-sided, that little fight. No was that even a fight? There. It was just a murder. <laughs> Vegeta just murdered the man. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, there you go. That's episode 20 of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh, thanks for joining us again. Uh, uh, hopefully this will be another notch on our 420-hour belt. Kui <laughs> smokes weed. Right? Kui smoked weed in his life before he died. Oh, yeah. Well, well he I, did. That's why his insides <laughs> looked like that. Here's the thing, though. Frieza smoked cigarettes. Okay, okay, Frieza guys. looks like Ooh, an old shit. smoker. Guys, guys, which one vapes? Kui or Frieza? It's, yeah, it's Is Kui, it both? It's Is it both? I gotta give it to Kui. Is it both? Frieza's vape changes. Like, it it has multiple settings and add-ons and things. Dodoria? Dodoria or Nappa? Nappa. Which one vapes? Nappa. Nappa vapes, yeah. Nappa totally vapes. Uh, trunks or Gohan? <laughs> trunks. Which, which <laughs> trunks? Smoke weed every day. <laughs> 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 Hey, thanks for listening to our silly podcast. Uh, it's fun to make, so we're happy you like it. Um, we're, like us on Facebook. Join the crowd. There's 200 right now, and that's growing, which is like mind-blowing to me that 200 people have yeah. liked us on Facebook. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're like moderately cool yeah, now. Yeah, thanks. Uh, give us a give us a rating on iTunes. Uh, leave a review. Ooh, sweet iTunes uh, ratings. 
be so kind. That's a great way to help out. So if you want to help out, you can do that. Um, also, just tell your friends. Tell your friends about this cool podcast you listen to. Uh, there's also a couple other cool podcasts you should listen to that Max Newland does. And and you guys. Some of you guys have been on it. Uh, he does Plus Ultra about My Hero Academia, which is fantastic. It's, it's I was on it last week. It's my favorite show right now. It's very good. Uh, Insanely Haunted about Ghost Adventures is also hilarious. One Another one of my favorite shows right now. Uh, you can find those at plusultrapodcast.com and insanelyhaunted.com, respectively. Did you guys know that plusultra.com leads you to a Spanish airline? Yes. <laughs> yes, I knew that. Spain, Spanish. As plus ultra is actually the motto of Spain. <laughs> that puts that whole series in a new light for me. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, check out My Hero Academia. It's a Seriously, great show. Seriously, it's a really good show. Um, it turns out that, Our, that uh, my, my Hero Academia all along has been secretly sponsored by Spain's tourism industry. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish airline. Oh. Uh, logo art was was by Elizabeth Kostrak at uh, kostrak.tumblr.com or elizabethkostrak.com. And the uh, music for the intro is by Friedrich Hobbitler. You can find him at YouTube slash Cody Game Music. Seriously, check him out. He's got some good stuff. He's got some great oh, riffs. Man. I love that, Let's dude. Do stuff. Actually, a little bit more than I let on. Oh, playing playing hard to get. I appreciate his stuff. Nothing wrong with that. A man can appreciate another man's stuff. A man can appreciate another man's stuff. A quote by Blaine Corliss. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we've hit the top of the mountain. You guys ready to wrap it up? uh, We can go downhill from here. All right, cool. Well, thanks again for listening. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich. And I'm the other Max, Max Kostrak. And remember, power levels don't matter. (laughs)